0: Educate for
1: Life helps you build your life on the rock. LG Equipment helps builders build on good soil. Luke Gibson's team at LG Equipment is your local source for grading, demolition, hauling, and more. Learn about their bulk water services from trucks to tankers to towers at rentwatertower.com. Get your questions answered. Call LG Equipment at 619-988-0924. Learn more at LGEquipment.com.
2: 619-988-0924. When you need tires, their service count on conover tires wheels and service in oceanside for a full range of affordable options and all the brands you trust see their great customer reviews and special offers online hours tuesday through friday 7 30 to 5 30 and saturdays 7 30 to 5 call dan and his team at 760-439-1631 conover tires wheels and service 2405 oceanside boulevard in oceanside 760-439-1631
1: 619-222-0766. You're on educateforlife.com radio with Kevin Conover. And if you listen long enough, your faith will become
2: I'm tired of being conned. Don't worry, the con is
0: over, jee. We're now at DEFCON 1.
1: Did you say carnivore or carnivore?
2: Would you like to have a conversation with Kevin? Then call 800-243-9719. And now, here's your host, Kevin Conover.
3: Bring your time and bring your shame. Hey, welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. Thanks for being here with us today. My website is educateforlife.org. And if you're tuning in for the first time, this is an apologetics radio program specifically to focus on all the issues that are related to the Bible, how to defend the Bible, how to talk about the Bible, how to share your faith. And I interview people from all over the world about uh, these different issues. Today, uh, I thought we'd talk about sharing your faith during the holidays. I know for a lot of people there's a lot of tension involved in, okay, we're coming up on the holidays. I'm seeing people that, you know, agree with me or don't agree with me, all kinds of people. Who, um, who have different viewpoints. And sometimes it creates conflict because um, you know, maybe you have a, a group of people coming over to your home who aren't necessarily believers. They don't, they don't know the Lord. Or maybe you're going to visit a home where they're celebrating Christmas, um, but they don't believe in Jesus, right? And so this can create a lot of nervousness and tension, especially you know, when you have people in your family or your life who you really love and you really care about and you want them to know Christ, And you also feel a kind of an obligation to share your faith, but um, you just don't know how to go about doing that. Am I supposed to uh, pray before we eat? Am I not supposed to pray? Should I uh, pray silently? Um, And and so this is a lot of stuff to work through, and that's stuff I've had to work through in my own family too. And um, so I just thought we'd talk about this. If you have ideas about the best way to share your faith, Uh, Please uh, post a comment below and uh, or maybe things that have worked for you uh, that you could share with others who could be encouraged by uh, what you've done. And uh, I just want to encourage you that uh, God is is, uh, you know, wants us to do this, but also um, he's with us, guiding us through his spirit, um, helping us to become better at sharing our faith. And uh, I also have a website that you can go to for a resource. It's got all kinds of classes that answer people's questions about God and the Bible. I also have a coaching course coming up too, in which I can help um, coach you on sharing your faith. I think a lot of people struggle with sharing their faith because um, they don't treat it as something that they have to get better at. It's almost like we assume that either I can do it or I can't do it, right? I've got the gift or I don't have the gift. And a lot of times, um, even though there is the gift of evangelism in the, in the Word of God, um, it doesn't mean that we can't be a light. We can't be that salt and light to the people around us and uh, find creative ways to be able to share our faith or represent Christ well. So um, let's get into a, a few different ideas here that I have about uh, how do you share your faith. And one of the things that I think uh, we overlook often in sharing our faith is uh just loving someone I think that's really really important to figure out a way to love somebody I think God designed us to respond to both love and truth and so if a person experiences love they naturally respond it's it's mag- love is magnetic God designed us to love people and then on the other hand um, another thing that that people are attracted to is truth if if a person hears truth um, and it's uh, it's attractive when we hear the truth. And so I I usually encourage people, um, we want to use these things in tandem. We want to love people and we want to tell the truth. And so uh, a lot of times we're thinking more about telling the truth than we are about loving people, especially around the holidays. We're constantly thinking about um, how can I tell them the truth? How can I share the gospel? How can I give them a scripture? Um, versus how can I go out of my way to Love this person and this is what God tells us right first Corinthians 13 Paul says the greatest thing is love right Uh, there's faith hope and love but the greatest of these is love and so what does that mean what is love essentially well love is to put somebody else before yourself right Christ said there is no greater love than this that a man lay down his life for his friends what does that look like with my relatives what does that look like with the people I'm gonna be seeing over the holidays um in a lot of ways what it means is serving them right it means taking the opportunity to help set up maybe even coming a day beforehand and helping set up it means helping clean up it means uh maybe going the extra mile in providing uh, uh being a resource to people that are trying to prepare and get ready and that's a great way that we can show love to other people um i think we have a tendency a lot of times uh, especially around family and so forth, to tell people how they should live, and we we become focused on morals and um, not that morals are a bad thing, but a lot of people a lot of times we confuse love for moral morality, right so um, being a good person doesn 't mean you 're necessarily a loving person. Um, you can act very moral but not necessarily um, be loving the people around you um, and so love means to put some somebody else before myself. Now, oftentimes, of course, morality and love go together, are hand in hand, but we just have to be careful that we're not uh, spending our holiday season telling people how they should live instead of showing them that we love them. So I think that's a a great um, starting point is love. Uh, The Bible says that we love him because we love Christ because he first loved us, right, and gave himself for us. And so he demonstrated that love to us, and that's what draws us to him. So sometimes when we love people, uh, around the holiday season, that's a real big blessing because um, then that love is magnetic. Okay, um, let's go to tip number two here that I wrote down. I put, um, share some truth using a question and avoid debates. So what I mean by that is um, is a lot of times a great way to share the truth or to begin to be able to witness or, or share the gospel Um, during the holidays is to share some information that maybe your family or neighbors don't know about, but that would be interesting. And I think one of the ones that's, you know, real interesting uh, is something like maybe something about the Dead Sea Scrolls. uh, The fact that the Dead Sea Scrolls have real prophecy in them that talks about Jesus, the coming of the Messiah. Uh, That's super interesting. There's a great uh, movie out there called The Star of Bethlehem, which talks about the star that led uh, the wise men to Christ. That's a great, really, really interesting and something that you can share with people, um, even buy and pass out uh, as a great witnessing tool. It's very interesting because it has to do with um, uh, astronomy and how the stars move around the sky. Uh, The the video, the DVD Star of Bethlehem, actually you can track back in time where the stars were at the time of Christ and it's pretty amazing the conclusion they come to. Um, If you've got... If you've got uh, friends or family members that are into things like aliens, there's a great DVD out there called Alien Intrusion. I got to interview the author of the book, and they came out with a DVD on it. And there's a, it's a bestseller on Amazon. And it's an incredible, uh, really interesting video on aliens, but it ultimately shares the gospel. And so that's a, another great tool. And, you know, a lot of times we don't share the gospel um, not because the opportunity isn't there, but it's because we just haven't taken the time to think about it. And uh, when I when I teach on Sundays and when I uh, help uh, disciple people in sharing the gospel, uh, a lot of what I'm doing is simply reminding them to do it. Uh, and that's really important because we can get so caught up in the day-to-day activities that we have going on that we can lose track of. Uh, what, we want, what we're want, what we supposed to be doing spiritually, right? What was sharing the gospel and so forth. And so that's a really uh, helpful thing is to have somebody in your life or to be a part of a evangelism class or to be going to a church where the pastor's regularly talking about reaching out to friends and relatives. And sometimes we kind of uh, put evangelism in a box where we only do it at, at, on Thanksgiving or on Christmas because we want to be able to invite People to something during Christmas, and so that's our that's our time, and that's great. That's it's certainly true. More people go to church during Christmas around the Christmas time than any other time, so that's a great opportunity. But at the same time, we want to be thinking of opportunities and ways we can reach out outside of the holidays, also. Uh, for example, writing a letter, um, writing a letter, a yearly letter like a Christmas letter or a, a update letter, and including the gospel in it, or including um, some information that again they find interesting as something that they might be uh, willing to look into or even now that we have the internet there's links right you can link to so many different videos that are interesting and that share the gospel and my website specifically has tons of videos that are meant to give very interesting useful information if you have a relative for example that's interested in buddhism we have tons of links to videos on buddhism If you have somebody that's interested in uh, dinosaurs, right? Uh, Kids love dinosaurs. So we have tons of videos on dinosaurs and how dinosaurs fit in with the Bible. And so just all kinds of useful resources there on the web that uh, you can use as links to share with people and give them the opportunity um, to think about what what you're saying. And, you know, I usually try to phrase things with a question. Hey, what do you think about this? You know, did you know that they recently found soft tissue in a T-Rex bone or soft tissue in a triceratops horn? Um, What do you think about that? Why is it that there's still soft tissue red blood cells in a dinosaur bone? That's pretty provocative, right? Uh, I think it's almost like a real life Jurassic Park here. Why is it that we have dinosaur bones that still have soft tissue in them? So when when you have these sorts of resources, you can share them and it can plant seeds and uh, we're coming up on a quick break here, uh, but stay with me. Um, you're listening to Educate for Life Radio. This is Kevin Conover. We're streaming all over the place now. We've got a, we're have got we on Periscope. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. And uh, Robert's in the house here helping me out. And uh, you'll probably hear from him every once in a while uh, down the road here. But um, stay with us. We're going to be right back. And I'm going to share with you um, how I share the gospel on a regular basis. And I'll even go show you a quick clip of me down at the beach sharing the gospel so uh stay tuned i hope you enjoy it we'll be right back
4: Gibson of lg equipment supports educate for life with kevin conover luke grew up in the construction industry and now serves lg's commercial and residential customers throughout southern california whether you need grading paving hauling demolition on-site bulk water service water trucks tankers and towers call lg equipment at 619-998-0924 learn more at lgequipment.com 619-998-0924
0: Teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans.
3: I will cast my hands on you. Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Conover, and uh, we're on the radio too. Uh, so I'm on K Praise FM 106.1 in North County, San Diego, North County, and we're also on 12:10 a.m. Uh, K Praise down here in San Diego. That airs uh, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. And we're streaming weekly, uh, currently usually in the middle of the day, uh, either Thursday or Fridays, but we're trying to establish a time. Uh, We're not there yet, but we're working on it. Hey, one of the things that's coming up here not too far down the road is the Veritas International University Apologetics Conference. It's a national apologetics conference, and it's going to be phenomenal. Um, I do have... uh, I'm going to be speaking there with a bunch of other guests, including Dr. Stephen Meyer. He is the uh, founder of the Discovery Institute. He's written all kinds of books. He's an expert on um, intelligent design. He wrote a book, Signature in the Cell, all kinds of stuff he's done. Uh, Brad Dawkins will be there from the Pacific Justice Institute. Stephen Collins, he's a uh, world-renowned biblical archaeologist credited with discovering uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, the ruins of Sodom and Gomorrah. And uh, Phil, Phil Fernandez, as well as myself, I'll be speaking on the scientific foresight of the Bible. And that's Saturday, October 13th, 9.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. That's at Calvary Chapel South Bay, 19,300, uh, 19, 1930, Vermont Avenue in Gardenia, California. So it's a free event. I hope you can make it out if you're in the L.A. area. Um, it should be absolutely fantastic. So uh, what we're talking about today is we've been talking about sharing your faith Around the holidays can be a little bit nerve-wracking because uh, because of the fact that you have relatives that you want to get along with, right? And you don't want to cause controversy. And so uh, a lot of people avoid bringing up things like politics or religion. And uh, we've got a lot of both going on right now with Kavanaugh and also with um, the elections coming up in November. It's going to be very uh, difficult to avoid political discussion uh, unless you really go out of your way. But we don't want to completely avoid discussing the truth of God's word. Um, we want our family members to be saved, and we want to be thinking proactively. We don't. We don't want to be um, passive, just waiting for an opportunity to arise. We want to create those opportunities. Um, you know, I, I I heard a pastor once say, um, you know, that God didn't God didn't tell us to just wait. Um, you know, to share the gospel. He said, go and make disciples of all nations. And so in the same way, in a lot of ways, um, we want to be thinking about creative ways that we can reach out. And those don't have to be awkward. They don't have to be fearful. Um, so far, one of the my, I, tips I gave is um, find a way to love somebody. Look at something that they need over the holidays um, and go out of your way to help them solve whatever that problem is. It might be preparing for people to come over and, it might be cleaning up afterwards, going the extra mile and cleaning up. Whatever it is, Christ called us to love people and love is magnetic. The second tip I gave is share some truth using a question. And what I mean by that is um, ask them if they know about, for example, the Dead Sea Scrolls or ask them if they know about um, soft tissue and dinosaur bones. I know dinosaurs in Christmas, you know, I'm not sure about that. Uh, but regardless, people love dinosaurs any time of year. So, you know, go for it. Um, but there's all kinds of things you can bring up. And so all you got to do is do a little bit of research before you go to that Thanksgiving dinner, or before you go to that Christmas event, spend some time learning about something and then bring it up and just ask a question and don't feel like you have to win a debate. You're not there to, to win a debate. You're not there to win an argument. You're just there to, to break the ice and, and plant seeds. Um, you know, God is not asking us to to necessarily get somebody saved. I mean, he does that through his Holy Spirit, but he is asking us to start that conversation, to start planting those seeds in people's hearts. A lot of the people that I've seen saved over the years, it was a long process of them coming to Christ, but it all started with planting a seed. I tell this story frequently about a um, a guy I, I knew in college. We were in a physics class together and the the teacher, the professor at the time brought up, Um, some of the laws of thermodynamics. And when he started talking about how things break down over time because of the laws of physics, I pointed out to my friend, I said, look, that right there shows that evolution can't possibly be true because evolution says things get progressively better over time, but the laws of physics say things get progressively worse. And uh, there's a whole discussion on that in one of my classes online. If you go into the 100 series, there's a whole um, discussion on the laws of thermodynamics I'm well aware that uh typically evolutionists will argue that the laws of thermodynamics can be overcome uh by adding energy to a system and so forth and so on but that's not what we're talking about today. So regardless this this friend of mine he heard what I said and uh he listened and I said what do you think? And he said, "Uh oh, no, that doesn't doesn't work for me." And so the semester ended and uh we went our separate ways and I thought, "Well, there goes that." Didn't, didn't really uh, make much of a difference. And three years later, I was sitting in a coffee shop and in walks this guy and he walks right up to me and I didn't recognize him at the time because he had, he, he looked a lot different from, from uh, when we were in college together. And he said, Kevin, he pointed at me, he said, Kevin. And I said, yeah. And, uh, he said, I've been praying that God would help me find you. And I was like, what? And he goes, it's me, Bobby from physics class. And, uh, he said what you said in that physics class is one of the big things that got me saved and I was blown away uh, here it was three years later, and that short conversation we had he credited with what ultimately led him to christ and so um we're planting seeds and we 're letting God um you know water them and we're letting other people come along and nurture those seeds, and ultimately we 're trusting God that he's gonna provide the increase that 's what the word of God says so So share some truth using a question. Be prepared with some questions um, to ask them. Okay, uh, let's go to tip number three. Actually, before we go to tip number three, I'm going to show a quick clip of me sharing the gospel down at the beach. And this is relevant to sharing the gospel with your family over the holidays. So watch this quick clip. Uh, This is a guy I got to share the gospel with, and he ended up accepting Christ. Now, there is a a small um, spot on this clip that's kind of blacked out. But just listen to the audio. Don't worry about that. Just listen to the audio, and um, and uh, I'll share with you what I think about it afterwards. Okay, thanks. Uh, go ahead and watch the clip. Okay, we had a little bit of technical difficulty there, but um, the clip um, actually it, it ran right up to the um, part where I share the gospel with him, and he ultimately accepts Christ. But um, what I wanted you to get from this is that you want to um, be able to share the gospel effectively. So I I learned this from Ray Comfort, just watching his videos and um, using that. I used to try to share the gospel and it was very difficult because I would say to somebody, uh, would you like to become a Christian? Would you like to get saved? And they'd say, why? And they'd say, saved from what? And I I would say, well, so you can go to heaven. And they'd say, well, I haven't really done anything bad. I haven't killed anybody or anything. And so for me, this was a real struggle because I couldn't see you know, I didn't know what to say at that point, but the Bible is very clear about it. It says that we're to use the law to show people that they need Christ. And so you saw Alexis there in that video. What he did was he said, he started off by saying, I said, do you think you'll go to heaven when you die? And he said, Oh yeah, for sure. And then I started going through the 10 commandments and he realized, wait a second, I'm not as good as I thought I was. I've lied. I've stolen. I've blasphemed. I've, I've, uh, you know, looked at a woman with lust. And so he ends up um, thinking, okay, I do need to be saved. And so what I found is once I learned how to communicate this effectively, I had a, a much more um, success in people going, whoa, that makes a lot of sense. And no longer did they wonder what, were they, what did they need to be saved from? Because uh, we judge people all day long about whether they're doing the right thing or the wrong thing. Uh, when we're at work, we will look at somebody and say, why did they do that? They shouldn't have done that. Um, and we look at uh, people on TV and we say they shouldn't have done that. We look at politicians. We say they shouldn't have done that. We look at companies. We say they shouldn't have done that. And so we are we know right and wrong very clearly. And then when, that, when that's pointed back on us and we look at our own lives, we go, hey, I guess, um, you know what? I'm not as good as I should be either. And so the good news is, is that Jesus Christ uh, died on the cross for our sins. So we don't have to face God's justice. Uh, we we get to go to heaven and Christ takes that punishment for us. That's what the cross was for. So it's important that you learn to share the gospel if you don't know how to share it already. Um, Because it's great to love people. It's great to uh, find ways to ask them questions about, you know, share with them information about things, about the resurrection and interesting facts. That's all great. But ultimately, you want to get to the point where you can actually articulate and explain the gospel well, so that somebody goes, wow, that makes total sense. I need Jesus in my life. And they turn their life over to him. Okay, we've got a few more tips that we're gonna go through here on sharing your faith around the holidays. And uh, hopefully this show is a blessing to you and an encouragement. Um, please, uh, if you need more help, my website has tons of resources, has classes on how to defend your faith, has classes on how to share your faith. And if you're really, really enthusiastic, um, I'd love to help disciple you and train you how to share your faith. So we even have coaching classes on how to share your faith and inspire you, keep you motivated, keep you encouraged, and um, uh, help you to be able to share the faith, your faith with those people around you that, that need the love of Jesus and that ultimately um, you want them to be able to go to heaven and spend eternity with God and with those they love. So um, stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. Fast
1: Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766.
0: and Team Home Loans educate for life helps you
1: build your life on the rock lg equipment helps builders build on good soil luke gibson's team at lg equipment is your local source for grading demolition hauling and more learn about their bulk water services from trucks to tankers to towers at rentwatertower.com get your questions answered call lg equipment at 619-988-0924 learn more at lgequipment.com 619-988-0924
2: when you need tires or service count on conover tire Wheels and service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options and all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 7 30 to 5 30, and Saturdays, 7 30 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760 439 1631. Conover Tires, Wheels and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760 439 1631.
3: Thanks for being with me today. This is Educate for Life Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. And uh, I've been teaching apologetics for 12 years now uh, to high school students. And I teach people how to defend their faith, how to share their faith, and how to lovingly approach people. Uh, you know, there's this there's this stigma out there that sharing the gospel with people is offensive. And, you know, things come to mind of, uh, of people holding up signs saying, uh, you're going to hell and these sorts of things. And uh, we don't want to come off that way. Christ uh, was a very uh, loving and uh, he did uh, kind of, um, you know, condemn people. But usually it was people that were very, very religious, the religious leaders, whose focus was on being moral, uh, but not necessarily having a relationship with Christ. And so when we're hanging out with our, um, our relatives and so forth around the holidays and everything, we don't want to come off as uh, more, you know, holier than thou or, uh, you know, kind of righteously um, moral because ultimately Christ did not die to make us moral. He died so that we could have a relationship with God. And and do we become more moral? Yeah, absolutely. We become more moral, but morality is not our end goal. Our end goal is a relationship with God. And so over the holidays, we want to be ambassadors of Christ. We want to reflect uh, the relationship with God uh, that we have. And so that's that's uh, important because we can easily get fall into uh, telling people you should th- live this way, or you should do this, or you should do that, and we end up with all these moral rules, and that can be a really t- a, a big turnoff, and rightly so. Um, when we keep laying down rules after rules after rules, um, all it does for for a lot of people is produce a lot of guilt and shame, and I'll never be able to live up to that. And so, uh, Christ did not uh, die so that we could be moral people. He died to release us from that shame and guilt, uh, so that we could have an authentic relationship with God in which um, he loves us even when we make mistakes and he helps us to grow and become a better person. So I've been through a few different tips so far. And um, so I I said that you want to share truth and you want to share love. Both of these are magnetic, meaning if I share some truth about the word of God and it resonates with somebody, the truth will resonate and they will be drawn to that truth. Um, If I share the love of God, um, that love will be magnetic and will draw people if I love them, right? So I can share truth. I can share love. These are both things I want to do. Now, sometimes you might get to a point where you've loved people, you've shared truth, and they're not responsive. Now, you just consistently keep sharing love and truth, but there's some other things you can do too. Um, one of the things I like is uh, Christ said, do your good deeds in front of man that they may praise your father in heaven. And to me, this is a really powerful way of representing Christ to those around you. If you've loved them, you've given them truth, and you're looking for another way uh, to represent Christ to them, be an ambassador for Christ by loving people in your community or serving, finding a need and serving in your community. This is really cool because um, what it does is it shows what it means to be a follower of Jesus. If you go down to a soup kitchen and you videotape uh, maybe you and a, a, your, one of your children down at the soup kitchen helping out, and you post it on social media, and you don't, you're don't, you not bragging about it or anything, but you're just saying, hey, we got to go down to the soup kitchen and help out, and we just wanted to share the love of Jesus with people, boy, people are going to see that, and they're, they're going to properly go, wow, Christians are really loving people. You know, a lot of times Christians get bad, a bad rap because we're constantly fighting for what's right in the culture. Uh, so... We're fighting for. We're fighting against abortion, for example, right? Or we're fighting against. Um, uh, maybe uh, people are fighting against same-sex marriage, or they're they're fighting against all these things. They're trying to pass laws, and so a lot of people look at this and go, "Christians are just all about rules. They just want to impose their rules on you." And that's a, a real bad rap because ultimately, of course, those laws are meant to be able to facilitate love and health and well-being for people. But um, a good way to counteract that that stereotype that Christians are just trying to force people to do what they want them to do is by going out and loving people. So maybe um, your church brings um, the homeless to their church to give them haircuts or to uh, wash their feet or whatever it might be to give them a fresh change of clothes. Um, Get involved in those sorts of things. And that's a testimony to your relatives about what it means to be a Christian. And so they may have stereotyped you about uh, being a goody two-shoes, but when they see that you're out there serving, it's difficult to be upset at somebody who's generous and kind and loving and helping other people out. And so that's a great way to represent Christ to your family and to your friends and to your neighbors is by finding a way to serve. Um, You know, our church every year goes out and serves the community by finding ways they can uh, paint somebody's house or repair uh, broken fences or weed people's yards. That's another great way to go out and represent Christ to those around you. And uh, my uh, another church I know of actually goes down to Mexico because we're right on the, the border there and uh, serves in an orphanage, helps grow, uh, grow vegetables and stuff and um, plays with the kids. And that's another great thing that you can do. Find a way to represent Christ to your community. And that's where Jesus says, do your good deeds in front of man, that uh, people may see what you do and praise your father in heaven. And so now, of course, um, the Bible also says, don't let your left hand or your right hand know what what the other is doing, because we're not doing it because we want to say, oh, look at me, I'm so great. We're doing it because we want to say, oh, look at me, God's so great. And the reason I'm doing this is because of God's great love for me, and I want to love people back. Um, And so... That's another great thing you can do in order to share the love of Jesus. Okay, that was tip number um, three. And let's talk about tip number four. And this one um, I like also. Um, notice what I'm doing here in all of these is I'm trying to take away the fear and the awkwardness. The goal is to make this more comfortable and not something that's um, that's awkward and strange, right? We don't want our... our uh, our uh, relatives thinking, oh, here comes the weirdo again, right? Um, they're just going to talk about Jesus all day long. Um, we're trying to represent uh, Christ well to them. So here's the next one: it's ask your loved ones about their beliefs. Ask those relatives. Ask these other people. What do you think? And then just sit back and let them share. Um, this is one of the most powerful ways. It, it you show somebody that you love them, and you don't need to say a word. Just let them speak. Ask them more questions. Um, just the fact that you're willing to listen to somebody else and take the time to hear what they have to say is a very, very powerful way to show that you care about somebody. And the temptation will always be um, when they say something that you disagree with, to cut in and say, oh, but that's not true, or uh, or to start arguing. You want to avoid arguing at all costs. You want to avoid people's tempers rising. That's just going to ruin the opportunity, and it's going to um, take away future opportunities. Um, what we want to do is ask questions and if they're open to a response, then great. If they're not, then ask more questions. And uh, you know, Greg Kokel is real good at this. That's what his whole book tactics is all about is, is about just continually asking questions. And ultimately the hope is, is that if our questions are good enough and that we're asking the right questions that ultimately the person begins to question their beliefs as well. And so Uh, That's a great uh, strategy, too, is to learn about other people's beliefs. And also, when you learn about their beliefs, then you'll know better how to plant seeds, right? So if a person says, you know what really bothers me about the Bible is I feel like it's against science. And I feel like people that are religious, they are all about um, just believing things for no good reason. Well, now at least you know where they're coming from. You know what their thoughts are. Or they might say, you know what really bothers me is all the hypocrisy in the church. I mean, look at this and look at that. and These religious people are hypocritical. Again, that just helps you to know what the issues are that they're struggling with and how to respond to those. Now, it doesn't mean you have to respond right away. But if you listen carefully, you remember those things, then you can put those to good use down the road, right? You can um, link to a video that has to do with what they're concerned about. Um, and so that's a great uh, way to learn more about them and how to better respond to them. Um, okay, we've got one more tip left, and we're coming up here on another break. It'll be real quick here. No, you'll notice I'm putting sponsors up now through my stream. These are all people that have decided to help fund the radio program and the ministry, and I would love it if you would support them. If you would call them and say, hey, I heard about you from uh, Kevin Conover's radio program, and uh, I just wanted to take you up on renting a kayak or buying a kayak, um, you know, fast lanes out there and they're a great uh, family owned business. They, they all love the Lord and uh, I'd love for you to support them. Or if you need a loan, Jason Hall, uh, Team Home uh, Mortgage, they're a great resource too. Um, they love the Lord too. And then of course, um, there's Conover Tires, my brother's a sponsor of my program He's up in Oceanside. If you need your tires changed, or you need your car worked on, he's fantastic and uh, does a really good job and loves the Lord. So we have a bunch of sponsors that you can support, and please do that if you can. Okay, stay with us. We've got one more segment left.
4: Luke Gibson of LG Equipment supports Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Luke grew up in the construction industry and now serves LG's commercial and residential customers throughout Southern California. Whether you need grading, paving, hauling, demolition, on-site bulk water service, water trucks, tankers, and towers, call LG Equipment at 619-998-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-998-0924.
0: Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loan Team Home
3: Loans. Hey, thanks for being with me today. We're on the last segment here at Educate for Life Radio. I'm your host Kevin Conover, and uh, my website is educateforlife.org. It's a a 501c3 nonprofit. If you'd like to support what we're doing, we're reaching out all over the place uh, to share the gospel, to share the truth truth of the Bible. We've got over 40 classes now online. Uh, The videos are all meant to help you learn how to defend your faith and share your faith. So we cover everything you can imagine from creation and evolution. We cover world religions. We get into Buddhism, Islam, Mormonism, Jehovah's Witness, Hinduism, Judaism. Uh, We get into no religion at all. Uh, And then the 300 series is on how do we know the Bible is actually God's word? So we cover things like uh, how do we know that the, the books that are in the Bible are the books that God wanted in the Bible? How do we know that it's truly inspired by God? How do we know that it hasn't been changed? So all these different questions that people have, um, over 12 years, I put together a curriculum that's meant to be very user-friendly. Um, I have college students watching it and college Bible studies. I have youth groups using it, um, individuals using it, homeschooling families using it. So it's available to you to be able to um, go check out. All you have to do is just type in your email and you get access to all this, uh, these resources to be able to use. So you can watch them on your phone. You can watch them on, the, on, on your PC, whatever it might be. It's a great resource for you to use. And so what we're talking about today is sharing your faith. We're coming up on the holidays. We're gonna be seeing a lot of relatives that maybe we don't see that often. And so we wanna be prepared. We, we don't wanna be um, accidentally sharing our faith because a lot of times, if what we're doing is sharing our faith by accident, we end up not sharing our faith at all. And so we wanna be thinking ahead of time, what can I do uh, that's creative, that's inoffensive, that's not awkward, that would help me be able to share my faith. And again, we're focused here on planting seeds. We're not focused on, um, you know, getting the, growing the whole plant and harvesting the plant all in one fell swoop. The goal is just to plant seeds. Um, And you don't have to feel pressure. Um, You just have to trust the Lord that he's gonna guide you to do that. And so, you know, some of the things that happen though, uh, along the way is we may feel like we're not qualified to be able to share our faith. We may think, well, there's going to be a question that comes up that I can't answer, and I'm afraid of that. Um, you don't have to worry about that. All you do is say, hey, that's a good question. I've never thought about that. Uh, it's just an opportunity to dialogue with somebody and to learn and to grow. I, I've, the, the way I've gotten good at sharing my faith and responding to people's questions is because I put myself out there and a lot of people asked me questions that I couldn't answer. And so, you know, for a long time it it was kind of uh just hit or miss. And uh but the thing is is that we just want to do our best to plant a seed here, a seed there, even if I can just plant one seed this holiday season. That goes a long way. You never know how that seed's going to sprout and grow. And uh sometimes we may think we may hear uh, in our head a voice in our head saying, "Hey, you're not good enough to be able to share." Uh, the gospel, but remember that we don't have to be good enough because Jesus was good enough. And if somebody, if you're afraid somebody's going to call you out and go, "Well, you don't live a perfect life," you just say, "That is the truth. I do not live a perfect life, and I need Jesus." And that's the great thing about Jesus is that he's not looking for perfect people; he's just looking for people who want to follow him and walk with him. And uh, so, so just be thinking about that. A lot of times. You know, we're thinking of a worst case scenario. What if I completely ruin the relationship I have with this person? But as long as we're going forward thinking, um, being loving and being kind and and following the heart of Christ, then uh, the truth of the matter is, is people don't get upset when people love them. And that's what God has called us to be. He's called us to be lovers of people. I remember one time I was talking to my wife about this when we were early on in our relationship. We were actually just dating and there was somebody in her family who, who she had never shared the gospel with and who she wasn't sure if knew the Lord or not. And we were going to dinner with this person. And uh, I said, would it be okay if I, if I asked her uh, about her spiritual beliefs and if she knows Jesus and if she wants to go to heaven and, and my wife was very nervous about it. She was uncomfortable with it. It wasn't somebody she was especially close to, but she said, okay, um, go for it. If the opportunity arises, go for it. And, you know, all throughout dinner, I didn't feel like there were opportunities that were arising. But at the same time, uh, this particular woman was a uh, relative of hers, was relatively old. And I was concerned that uh, we don't know how long she has to live. And so finally, I just said, Hey, would you mind me if I asked you, do you think that you're going to go to heaven when you die? And, you know, you think that somebody's going to be like offended by that, right? <laughs> um, how dare you ask me if I think I'm going to go to heaven? But she, all she responded was, well, I hope so. Um, and then she said, you know, why do you ask? And I said, well, we care about you, and we just want to wanna know for sure that you're going to go to heaven. And I said, would you mind if I told you how to get to heaven? And she said, no, tell me, go ahead. And I was able to share the gospel, and she prayed and accepted the Lord right there. And so sometimes we're afraid for reasons that aren't going to materialize, and that person's just waiting Uh, for us to ask them uh, what what they think about Jesus and how to get to heaven. And um, you never know what could have happened over the past year since you last saw them that has changed their mind about things and they're moving in a different direction and they're questioning things or maybe they had struggles in their life that have caused them to feel the need to think about uh, these issues more deeply. And so we don't want to miss those opportunities. We want to take those opportunities. Don't give up. Somebody that says no, Uh, a lot to being invited to church. I can't tell you how many times I've heard the testimony of a Christian who said, the reason I finally went to church was because this person asked me five times if I would go to church. And they end up going to church, they end up becoming a Christian, and that's because somebody didn't give up on them. And, uh, you know, I've I've heard, uh, I think it was Josh McDowell who said, "Uh, I am so glad that God didn't give up on me when I was a a hard-hearted College atheist uh, who was obnoxious and angry, I'm so glad that God didn't give up on me. And so we don't want to give up on those people around us who seem so resistant uh, to the gospel, who seem so much like they don't want to hear it. Um, and yet, if we keep continue to approach them in love, in kindness, in truth, um, that uh, God is working on their heart. Those seeds are developing, they're growing, and God is going to move and ultimately he's going to save them. Um, so again, I just want to emphasize, um, we have a great conference coming up on October 13th. It's 9.30 to 3.30 on Saturday up at um, Calvary Chapel, South Bay in uh, uh, in the uh, LA area. And there's going to be all kinds of fantastic speakers. It's completely free, a great opportunity to learn how to share your faith, how to defend your faith. And we need more people that have, Um, Answers to those hard questions. Uh, You know, my whole ministry was started because a lot of students walk away from their Christian faith because they don't get answers in middle school and high school, right? I've had students say, you know, I asked questions to my youth pastor, I asked questions to my teacher, I asked questions to my parents, I asked questions to the pastor, and I didn't get the answers that I needed. And so uh, our ministry is there to be a support to you to find answers. And to also be able to provide those answers to others in a way that's easy to understand. So if you go on our website, we have the 100 course, 200 course, 300 course, 400 course. And if you get all through all that and you still want more, we have coaching in which I'll walk beside you and encourage you. I think one of the most valuable things that the disciples had was the fact that Jesus was right there with them, consistently encouraging them. And we have the Holy Spirit and we have the church and that's super valuable, um, Take advantage of the Holy Spirit uh, who will remind you of what God has taught you through the word and take advantage of church because the whole point of church is over time you can lose your motivation, right? You go throughout the week and you get busy with life and you get tired and there's lots of responsibilities and sometimes we can lose sight of those, uh, the big picture and that ultimately wherever we are, we're a missionary. Um, Wherever you work, uh, if you're an engineer, if you're a dentist, if you're a doctor, Wherever you are, that's your mission field. And those people need Christ just like everybody else needs Christ. And, you know, we have missionaries that travel all over the world. They travel to Africa to share the gospel. And those people in Africa need the gospel. But a lot of times we have those people right here in our homes, in our neighborhoods, who need, who need the gospel. And that is our mission field. The, the Bible uh, is abundantly clear that there is no, nothing more important, nothing more significant than sharing the truth of Jesus Christ with those around us. And so as Christians, uh, this is our opportunity to get out there and uh, share the love of Jesus. Uh, visit I plan on visiting my neighbors this year, passing out cookies and passing out invitations to church with my kids, with my wife and my kids. And so um, I'm always looking for, trying to find creative ways to try to reach out and uh, share the truth with people. Uh, if you need that encouragement, if you need that inspiration, um, go online to our coaching course and you can sign up there. Um, I'm also key... Um, the keynote speaker at the uh, uh, S- uh, Southwest Awanas Conference at Shadow Mountain here on October 13th. I'll be speaking there on uh, specifically how to share your faith and also on some of the scientific evidences for the truth of God's Word. So I hope you can uh, potentially join us for that. If you're involved in Awanas, that's a fantastic ministry also. Well, we're about out of time. I hope this has been a blessing to you. We're going we're to be back next week. And... Um, we will be sharing with you more answers to the hard questions that people ask about God in the Bible. Got about I think I've got around 100 shows now on YouTube. We're almost to a million views. And so uh, please check those out also. That's a great resource. I've interviewed uh, Dr. Jason Lyle, astrophysicist, uh, Dr. Christopher Yuan, expert on gender and sexuality. I've interviewed uh, Dr uh, or Julie Doan, who's an expert on social media and screen time addictions, video game addictions. All kinds of resources there for you to check out and get um, the answers and the help and the support and the encouragement that you need. So thanks a lot for being here today. I hope it was a blessing to you and I hope you have a fantastic week and uh, look forward to uh, being with you another time. God bless you. Bye-bye.
0: Did you miss part of today's program? Don't worry, we're committed to helping you get the info you need. Okay, that was dumb. But for real, visit educateforlife.com for podcasts and video recordings of the show and to sign up for the School of Unshakable Faith. Leave us your comments, compliments, questions, or concerns at 800-243-9719 or email kevcon at educateforlife.com. That's K-E-V-C-O-N at educateforlife.com. You will
2: always be much more to me. Every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not alright but that's alright cuz